I can't see you. Anywho's, um, uh, real quick, I want to uh, talk about a couple of announcements. And our first one is, we got this crazy cool logo that um, um, somebody in our church developed, and now it's in the hands of Fast Science in Omaha. And we want to put the name and the logo on our building out here so people know there's a church here. And we can minister to them, and we can you know, be a part of this community and be known by, the, by our neighbors in our community. So the cost to, for them to create this and mount it is $2,400. That's not something our church has as a, a budget item, so we're asking everyone to pitch in. And uh, if that's something that, that um, you feel like the Lord is leading you to give to, and um, you feel like he's giving you a dollar amount, I would encourage you to um, pray about that, get confirmation, and then, yeah, uh, you can give towards that sign uh, by putting on your gift, building fund. Building fund will uh, allow those dollars to be put in a fund that will go towards building expenses like our sign. Um, I felt like I was going to give another, talk about something else. Oh, um, <clears throat> what I was going to talk about is, uh, right now media is a video library that we are subscribing to, and, um, we've got a plan to launch at least one, um, study in January. So if that's something that you're interested in, it's something that you can access through any type of device with internet. And it's free to you as part of our church. It's our gift to you guys um, to you know, dive into deeper Bible studies. And it's, it's kind of like this where you're watching a video. So you can do it safely. If you want to get together with other people, you can. Uh, and and you know, watch it in, in someone's home or we can watch it here. Or you can watch it in a group, kind of like we're doing through Zoom. Anyways, um, look out for that if you don't have that email from Right Now Media and you want it, email the church, info at omahavineyard.org, and we can make that happen for you. Oh, the other thing um, I just wanted to remind folks of is that uh, we do, um, uh, we are grateful and thankful for your contributions to the Lord through this church and, and through this ministry. And um, I just want to take a moment right now and thank God for um, what he has blessed us with and our gifts that we will be blessing our, our church with. So Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for all that you have put into our lives and the, uh, the generosity that you have shown us, we desire to show to others. And um, part of the way that that we can do that is is through your local church. So we thank you for um, the gifts that, again, you have given to us, and we ask you to bless the gifts that that we in turn give to Omaha Vineyard Church. Make this um, make this church shine a light to the nation uh, and and to our community. Amen. 
Amen. <clears throat> hey, good morning. What a beautiful, has this weather been amazing or what? I, I wouldn't mind a little warmer, but that's just me. But, um, and I know some of you are like, when's it going to snow? <laughs> we love you anyway. We think you're crazy, but we love you. <laughs> um, but yeah, we, we've just had these really sunny, mild days. And um, isn't that a nice uh, respite from <clears throat> everything else that we're, we're going through? Um, so <clears throat> this Thursday is Thanksgiving. And gosh darn it, that just stopped showing what I wanted it to show. I don't know if, if we're going to have uh, it up for long here. <laughs> <laughs> the power of gratefulness. So that's what we're, we're talking about today. Because again, Thursday is Thanksgiving. And it's usually a time when we get together with lots of family. And for, there's Friendsgivings where we, we are gathered together with the people we, we actually like. And we share food and drink and, and enjoy ourselves. And then we have Thanksgiving with our, our, our families, our relations. And we, we have to love them. <clears throat> Anywho's, love you, everybody. Carl, that's not about you, honey. That's about our crazy uncles and aunts. I love my uncles and aunts, but some people have weird families, <laughs> and unfortunately, my wife has some some weird um, in-laws. <clears throat> Anyways, um, but we got all this COVID stuff that's going on. We got all this pressure, right? Rates are up, um, positive, you know, rates are up, death rates are, you know, hospitalizations are on the rise, death rates are kind of staying even, but death is not the only thing, only, only kind of impact that the, this thing brings, and wherever you are on the spectrum, you know, high risk, I got to, you know, I'm going to have, I'm going to have my family over, but we're going to, I was talking to my mom yesterday, and she says that her, uh, my sister and her boys are going over to her house, and they're they're going to wear masks while they're in in her house together because they, she's older and she doesn't want to get sick. <sighs> to you know the other end of the spectrum, we're like, you know what? I haven't lost my job. I haven't gotten sick, or maybe I did get it and it wasn't that bad. And uh, I'm gonna you know continue to be with my friends and be with my family. We're not gonna. You know, we're going to take the risk to, to be together and be together in a way that we're comfortable. There's all this crazy pressure on everybody. Uh, there's difficulty. Uh, there, there's all this, the topic we don't want to talk about, politics. My gosh, what a, I know. Can, can, can anyone hear that and not roll their eyes? I mean, again, Whatever side of the aisle you, know, you find yourself on, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. So how do we arrest our thinking and our hearts back from all of this distraction, the wind and the waves? 
and bring it back on Jesus. So I'm going to read from you from, I'm just going to turn this thing off. The power of gratefulness. Remember that. Um, <clears throat> Hebrews chapter 13, verse 14 and 15. Okay, that's your memory verse for this week. Hebrews 13, 14, 15. Hebrews 13, 14, 15. Chapter 13, verses 14 and 15. You guys got them memorized? No? Okay, let me read it for you. 13, 14, 15. 13, 14, 15. Yeah. I think for a while we had children that age. Anywho, for this world is not our permanent home. We are looking forward to a home yet to come. Therefore, let us not let us offer through Jesus a continual sacrifice of praise to God, proclaiming our allegiance to his name. In, you know, when we are in the middle of, when we are facing difficult times, when we get, you know, less money in our paycheck than we expected, or we get a, we get a, a really disturbing, um, you know, prognosis from the doctor, on top of all of this other stuff that we're all going through day after day after day, it can be difficult to have an attitude of thankfulness and gratitude. And the Bible tells us, 1 Timothy 4.4, since everything God created is good, we should not reject any of it, but receive it with thanks. 1 Thessalonians 5.18, be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you, who belong to Christ Jesus. Now, who wants to say to Paul, Paul, you don't know what it's like to be in a pandemic or to have a national election that does not... It's either not what we want. I don't think anyone's happy right now. Uh, and it's not over. The, 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 the pressure isn't over. <clears throat> you don't know about those circumstances. Be thankful in all circumstances. Why? For this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. We, we've been looking through the book of Ephesians about our oneness with Christ. And in our oneness with Christ, God's will for us is that we will be thankful in all circumstances. How is that possible? Like like the writer of Hebrews 13, 14, 15 said, sometimes it's a sacrifice of praise. And, you know, the, the truth is, thanksgiving and the practice of being grateful in and for all things reframes our perception of reality and physically changes our brain. So I'm going to pray real quick, and then we'll jump in here. This should be a, a shorter sermon. That's something to be thankful for, right? Who's, why are you clapping? It's like the first time I've heard my son say, praise Jesus. Well, that's not true. Yeah, I'm sure he said it before, but in a service? My goodness. Okay, everyone's having a good time. I'm going to have a sip of my coffee.
<laughs> Heavenly Father, <laughs> we thank you for laughter. We thank you for grace. And uh, Lord, we ask you to come into this moment where we have set aside the world to focus on you and to receive from you. And we come expecting because you are a good God. Amen. All right. Thanksgiving and the practice of being grateful in and for all things reframes our perception of reality and physically changes our brain. So is, is gratitude a feeling or a choice? Uh, we often think that uh, gratefulness is, is like a spontaneous feeling that comes with a good gift as if gratefulness uh, must be triggered by an outside force. But what if gratefulness and its power to change us comes from within? So one of the things that, that is interesting is that like gratefulness is like, it's having a comeback. Um, people are learning the truth of what the Bible has taught us for a millennia, that we are to, as Ephesians 5, 19 and 20 say, we are to be singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs among ourselves and making music to the Lord in our hearts and give thanks for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. That's a command. Do you guys remember when we were looking at that? That was right after he says, don't be drunk with wine, but be filled with the Holy Spirit. And then he goes right into singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs among yourselves and making music to the Lord in your hearts. Give thanks for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. So <clears throat> there, was a, there have been psychological studies on the effect of gratitude on your brain. And there, there's, I, I found this article, How Gratitude Changes You and Your Brain. And uh, this one Berkeley study suggested that gratitude unshackles us from toxic emotions. Wouldn't that be nice? So anyone experiencing toxic emotions? Like four out of five days? <laughs> yeah, six out of seven days maybe? So what if, what if you know, the choice to be grateful, the choice for gratitude that God has been telling his followers since the beginning of time, say thanks, give thanks, is really for our good. It begins to, thankful, great, gratitude, I'm going to go real fast today. Gratitude begins to rewire us. It's linked to like mind and body health. It gives us perspective. And <clears throat> we can work with God in the renewing of our minds. As Paul says this, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by Changing the way you think. Some verses will say renewing your mind. 
And then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. And we already heard about God's will for us is to be thankful in all circumstances. So if, if you more readily uh, relate to toxic emotions than healthy mind and body, <clears throat> like any muscle... Gratefulness must be exercised in order for its effects to be felt. And, um, for example, I, I sometimes do push-ups. And my boys are always making fun of me about my, my position. And then I, I watch my boys do a push-up, and I'm like, hey, that is different than what I'm doing. And so I start, you know, doing, doing what I, or, you know, trying to copy what I see my boys do, and I start feeling the burn. I start feeling the effect. Um, so like any muscle, any muscle, gratefulness must be exercised in order for its effect to be felt. So we're going to take a moment. <laughs> we'll do push-ups. We'll have a, the push-up sermon another week. We're going to take two minutes of silence right now to reflect on your morning. Note every single detail for which you can be grateful and thank God silently. The taste of your coffee, the ability to drive, provision for the week, the safety of a child. detail that the Lord brings to mind that you can be grateful for and thankful for. So with those things in mind, now in this kind of gift-aware state of mind, I'm going to ask you to commit to, or even schedule, a full week of gratefulness moments in your phone where you stop and appreciate the finest details of the past few hours or the, the previous day. And I want to invite you to try this. If this is something that you're already doing, you're probably like, yeah, yeah, that's good stuff. Uh, again, I was talking with my mother yesterday, and she was saying that she had gone to some journaling class, and part of that was 
write down five things that you're grateful for every day. Now, I'm not, that's not what I'm asking you to do, but that was part of this journaling practice. And <laughs> my mom said that the instructor told her, if you can't think of anything, you know, just thank God that you can see. I have the ability to, you know, to see. I have the ability to drive. Maybe it's just a soft chair or a warm bed or, you know, whatever the, whatever those, those finest details might be. Hebrews 13, 14, 15, for this world is not our permanent home. That's something to be <laughs> grateful for. We are looking forward to a home yet to come. Therefore, let us offer through Jesus a continual sacrifice of praise to God, proclaiming our allegiance to his name. So I, I want us to, I want to invite you to make a commitment to gratefulness. And, and this isn't just, you know, for this week, or because it's cool or, or, or oh, trendy. That's right. But because God invites us to and commands us to give thanks. Now make a commitment to it. Say to yourself, I am going to discipline myself to thank God. Thank you, God. Thank you for beauty. Thank you for joy. In the middle of all of the tension of so much stress, I thank God that God is God. I know a lot of people would love to think that they could, they could do this. They could you know, handle all this, but um, some, sometimes we see what those guys are capable of. And we say, no, I, I'm, I'm glad, grateful God is God. <laughs> <clears throat> and as we go through this, this discipline, this commitment to daily focus on God and, and what we are grateful for, this, the psychology of gratitude will start to ha have its effect, right? Like that exercise linked to the mind and body, you know, mental and physical health. And whether it's a gratitude journal um, that, you know, you can look up an app and have one, or if you like writing, on, writing it down, you know, have, have that pad or that notebook in a convenient place where you can write down your thanksgiving to God, where we can lean into being one with God and... That, that is only possible through Jesus' obedience and death on the cross and the gift of his spirit to us who lives within us that makes us one with God. So we lean into being one with him and we invite him to flow through us. <clears throat> There are numerous commands in the Bible to give thanks. 
So let's take those commands as a gift from God. He's giving us the key to a hopeful life. So let's practice gratefulness and work with God in the renewing of our mind. Hmm? Oh, that was short. Praise God. <laughs> let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you that you can see it all. That you can see around the corners and beyond this moment. And I, I put my trust in you. That the things that I'm going through that are not comfortable, you have a plan for me. And maybe these are ways to prepare me for what is around the corner. Lord, I do commit I am going to discipline myself to thank you, God. Whether it's a reminder on my phone that dings at a certain time every day or it's just moments during the day where I I quiet myself and I listen to you and your, your spirit that lives within me. And I think of the, the little details of my life and how good you are. And my commitment is to give you thanks, to be thankful in all circumstances. Because that's your will for me. And I do that because you do command me to and because I want to obey you. But I also do it because I know that you want what's best for me. And by giving thanks, my mind is being renewed. I, I am gaining perspective. And then I can be healthier. And if I can if I can face things that come at me today with the peace that passes understanding and people ask me, how is it that you are not breaking down? And I can point them to you. And then they can learn that, how much you love them and they can love you in return. And then we'll do that cycle all over again. Lord, we invite you into our minds. We invite you into our minds. Renew our minds. Change who we are by changing the way that we think. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. So, um, this is the point at which we would say, go help yourself to the buffet table with ham and turkey and lamb roast beef and enchiladas. <laughs> and today we're not doing that. <clears throat> but we can, we can still be grateful. We can still be thankful. So let me pronounce our blessing. And then we absolutely want to 
minister. You want to speak prophetic words or words of knowledge or words of healing um, uh, for each other as we, as we have need and desire. So let me pronounce this blessing. May the Lord bless you and protect you. May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord show you his favor and give you his peace. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, 